Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hello and welcome to Brain Waves on 3CR 855 AM. 3CR digital radio and online at 3cr.org.au. My name is Kirsty, and from the Brainwaves team today we have Steph and Rebecca. So unfortunately Emma, our guest, had to pull out of this evening's show and we look forward to her coming on at a later date. So today we'll be having a panel discussion show on the topic of self-care, so the misconceptions, what this looks like to different people and what to do on those dark days. As always, keep in mind that if you're needing a bit of support or would like someone to talk to, Give Lifeline a call on 13 11 14 or the Wellways Helpline on 1300 300. Right, so let's jump right into it. Let's start off with what we consider to be the meaning of self-care. Well, I think self-care has a lot of different meanings. I think it looks like a lot of different things to people. Mm. The first thing that comes into mind when it comes to self-care is like having like a pamper session where you put like on a bath, you have like a glass of wine and all that. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that's kind of self-care. I think that could be kind of self-indulging a little mm. bit. I think self-care is pretty much putting your needs first and making sure that you take care of yourself. So whether that's getting enough sleep eating correctly, um, putting on a meditation or even just deleting social media for a while. I think those are all types of self-care that we all need to do. Mm. Otherwise, you kind of go crazy, I think. Yeah. And it is like the kind of like people kind of throw around the term a lot now, which isn't a bad thing, but it can, you know, you can get caught up in that side that you were saying of like, the pampering sessions, which are definitely, I mean, I think that's a part of it. Like yeah. I had a bath the other day for the first time in like probably three months and I was feeling, I was feeling amazing. It was feeling like, like a queen. yeah, I was feeling like a real queen. It was amazing. But like, yeah, okay. That can only do so much. And you, I think sometimes that part of self-care can, at least for me, uh, distract from other things you could be doing mm. that you need to be doing. Like, I'll just, yeah, just launch right into my my yeah, problems. Yeah. Like I definitely don't, like I have, <laughs> I have problems with like keeping a clean space is one like one thing oh, for me, same. which I, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, but it's like, I, it doesn't seem like a big deal. Like, you know, if you have a messy room, like to me, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like whatever, there are bigger things, especially if you're not feeling good having like a messy room. feels like so insignificant and it can be so hard to care about that or to like, feel like that's the sort of thing I should be giving like energy to physical space adds so much to like the way you're thinking and your mental state so much and sometimes when you're really struggling that's the last thing you want to do it's like I know for me like I'm pretty sure that I can diagnose myself as a hoarder because like I don't (laughs) let things go and you can tell when things are really bad in my Mm. life because my apartment's a mess and I think when people like ask you, oh, can I come over? It's like, no, this is this is not the right time. No. I need to clean up yeah. and all that. And I think in a way that's 
like not looking after your stuff, not looking after your your space, that's definitely not self-care. And mm. I think your environment shows a lot about what you're dealing with and mm. what you're going through. And if your room is a mess, if your kitchen's a mess, then I think, I, I know for me, mm. my life's a mess if those things are messy. Yeah, I don't know what, like who said this but there's something about like your your space reflects like your mind yeah how your so true space in your mind is yeah. feeling or whatever yeah. yeah like but um bringing it back to the meaning of self-care mm. i wanted to add on what you two said and how you mentioned self-indulgence mm. and like the whole bubble bath candlelit whatever Chocolate i think yeah like that. that can be self-care but it doesn't have to stop there mm. so the way i define self-care is any action or attitude which adds to your personal like maintenance of your well-being and your health so mm. it's looking after yourself and like first and foremost it's treating yourself like someone that you're responsible for helping mm. so I feel quite disillusioned by like this concept of self-care as just like the the pretty, aesthetic, beautiful, relaxing things. Like sometimes self-care looks ugly. Sometimes yeah. it's it's like getting yourself into bed and just crying your eyes out for an hour. Mm. It's like it's giving yourself that time and space to let it out. Sometimes it's it's going for a run. It's like getting all sweaty and then feeling good afterwards. Mm. You know, it's not always just kicking back mm. with a glass of your favourite wine. Yeah. It's also... Although if only it was like that. <laughs> I know. Like that picture perfect. Yeah. self-care. But it's not reality, honestly. No. It's it's like like you see the pictures on Instagram and oh my God, Facebook yeah. and Tumblr where people are like, I'm having a self-care night and it's yeah, like look an at ad my for candles. a face mask or it's an ad for like a diet pill mm. or a vitamin and it's like that that's not self-care or that it can be self-care if that's what you need at that time mm. like I think self-care is identifying what you need in order to in order to like improve your mental health and then doing that so mm. whether that be get in the bath and like get the bubbles flowing mm. that that can be self-care for you in that time but it might also be being a bit strict with yourself and making yourself go for a run or making yourself go grocery shopping or doing like the boring little chores. And that's it. Like I was going to say like boring, like self-care is boring. Yeah, it's, so it like you said, it can be, be ugly and yeah. it can be boring. Like I like buying groceries is another thing for me oh, <laughs> that is me self-care that it. I neglect. And it's yeah. like, I, you know, on multiple levels, like you need to buy groceries because you need to eat well and not maybe not buy mm. out all of your meals and spend all your money Online and then shopping's the way to go <laughs> oh that's yeah i mean <laughs> i've been meaning to get into that what's it called like your grocer ah uh, no i i shop at coles but yeah i i like just order groceries online like you can literally order it at 3 a.m in the morning okay, I need to and it'll on, be there the next day or the day after and i think that for me, because I don't have a car, because I live by myself, it's so much easier to get it delivered to your door because then you have all this free time mm. to do whatever you want. Mm. And if you want to do self-care mm. or if you just want to procrastinate and yeah. not do self-care, that's, that's yeah. what I do. And I mean, and that definitely like could definitely work. Um, for me, I think it is also good just to have that boring kind of ritual though as well. Like I think 
I don't know, for routine, mm. and, and, you know, in on one side of it, that's like it can be helpful to be like have those little things that you kind of have to do, like chore-like things, yeah. kind of keeping you – it's kind of like keeping you grounded in a way that's keeps you in so check essential. It. Yeah, it keeps you in check. But it's like I know that I especially like if I'm having a hard time, things like yoga and meditation, which are things that I really – like work for me, I can get really distant from them. Like I don't want to do those things Mm. because they just feel really hard and far away and, you know, all of that. can't be bothered. Can't be be bothered. And it's just – and also just feeling like a bit negative about it. But something like – like I I don't – like buying groceries, if we're just going with that example, it's like – it's 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 simple. I I don't know. I find something that's really just like tangible and necessary – for me, when we're talking about self-care, can be the kinds of boring things that help me kind of get brought back into reality or get brought yeah. back into like, okay, I'm okay. I'm grounded a little bit more than I was like an hour ago before yeah. I did this or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's funny how you mentioned routine because ten the most successful people have a routine. Look, and like you I'm always trying hear to work celebrities. It out so. <laughs> that like wake up at like 3 a.m. in the mm. morning to do all this crazy stuff and they're pretty happy and content with their lives and I, I mean think personally we, we, we debatable <laughs> hopefully they are but I mean and those routines like they're not glamorous and yeah, they're no. not they might brutal. not be fun and mm. yeah like you said brutal like, mm. you don't want to do it at the time but then you reap the rewards from the routines yeah. afterwards you have totally. that clarity you're a bit more grounded, you get all the things done and you're proud of yourself because you have this whole checklist of things that you've ticked and you know that you've stuck it out even when you didn't feel like it. Mm. And that's the best feeling when you Mm. look back on the day that you've had and you're like, look at all the things I've done even though I didn't want to. And this is, it's, it's adding... It's adding to my mental health. It's investing in myself. Mm. It's doing the things that I know I need to do in order to feel good. Although there's definitely nothing more satisfying than being able to cancel like everything <laughs> you have to do in a day. Just oh, sometimes just you need like, to those. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that and can that can be self care as well. I think like you know, even though we've spent a bit of time talking about like the more like the downsides of that pamper style mm. self care, um, it. Like, it can be really necessary to do that, to take time out. Um, And also just to be kind to yourself and, like, not get too caught up in, um, like, feeling the pressure of time or the pressure of a day, uh, which is, you know, something I definitely feel is, like, if it's, like, kind of late in the day or I feel like I haven't done anything or I feel like I'm not feeling great and I don't know what to do and I start to feel, like, a bit anxious or down or whatever, it's, like... Sometimes thinking about self-care or thinking too, like, productively in terms of time can just – it just becomes, like, a negative feedback loop. I'm just, like, caught up in this. I don't feel good. I can't even do this thing that's good for me. I can't even, you know, exercise or whatever or, like, buy some, you know, groceries, (laughs) clean my room, whatever. (laughs) Like, I can't even do these things. It can become, like, a negative self-talk thing if these self-care rituals – seem far away so I think another really important part of self-care is being like you have to be kind to yourself and you have to like not judge yourself if you're not perfectly sticking to a routine um because routines are great but also like uh, like uh, you know 
if you're not the kind of person who just finds them really easy to do and stick to, you're not going to stick to them every single day. Like life is messy. Things pop up. Mm. Things, you know, what if you sleep in one day? That's okay. It's also, it's hard when you're a perfectionist by nature and it can, it can put you off from establishing a routine and a schedule in the first place Mm. out of the fear of not achieving it 100%. Yeah, I relate so to that. I, yeah. <laughs> this is my name. Yeah. So um, I don't want to harp on about Jordan Peterson, but I'll bring him up again. Clearly my idol at the minute. He says that you should create a regimented schedule and a plan, even if you think you're not going to be able to stick to it. Even if you achieve it, like 5% of the things that you have on your list, just have it there have all the things that you mm. like you hope to achieve make them make it realistic mm. but make it achievable mm. and even if you don't meet it 100% it you're like at least further along in achieving all of it mm. than you are if you didn't like set out at all yeah yeah and i think a lot of that like especially with the routine i think definitely when you're in like a good mind space like it works and helps but I also know like from my own experience that as soon as like my life goes downhill it's like everything goes out the window so it's like self-care routine it's just I just want to stay in bed and I want to sleep all day and not do anything and Mm. not have any responsibilities Mm. and I think when you're struggling it's sometimes hard to see I guess the light and mm. like, mm. okay, I'm going to get through this. What are some of the things that I need to put in place? So by the time that I'm feeling better, I don't have a million things to mm. do. Okay. And I think that's a good point with like, I know that just made me think about like self-care or, you know, these these sorts of things that we're talking about, you know, getting into a routine. They all kind of depend on how you feel or like how like – kind of rough you're feeling that day because some days if you're you know if we're talking more about self-care as like a general thing or getting into a general practice of doing these sorts of self-care things Mm. then yes these things about routine and it being more of like a tough um process rather than just pampering yourself there is also the other side of like if it's just in one day if you're feeling rough like sometimes it is just about what can I do just to like feel okay today or what can I do to just like deal with how I'm feeling like now? Like, Mm. you know what I mean? There's that more like close up kind of level of the self-care like in the moment, which to me is like a a little bit different. Like if it's, if I'm having a day and I'm like, I don't feel great. I don't know what's going on. All I need to focus on is just kind of processing this. It's kind of like what you were saying before, Kirsty, about like, just crying or something yeah or like you know or like i'll you know listening to music is like a huge thing for me it can just like make me feel like i'm just like however i'm feeling is being like is like validated yeah or whatever so i don't know what do you guys do in those kinds of situations if if you're just like not if you just need to kind of cope with something right now okay so this makes me think of something that i was discussing with my psychologist we're talking about strategies that you can put into place if you're feeling like triggered or anxious or something and she was saying that you need to like you need to get yourself back up to neutral first Mm, because I have the I have the tendency that if I start feeling anxious or something 
or wanna like I won't, I'll start analyzing like the causes and like what I can do to fix it instead of soothing myself first which will then get me back up to neutral and more of a calm state which will make it more effective in analyzing so it's so, all yeah like what you said in those moments I'll listen to music to just to like chill myself out instead of jumping straight to like journaling mm. or like intense self-reflection mm. So there are different like levels of strategies that you can put totally. in place. Yeah. yeah. I know I'm like completely the opposite. So like I'm a very emotional person. Like I've like very sensitive. Like I've always stated that when it when things get really rough, yeah. I just need like I just need to cry. Like I need to bawl my eyes out. I need to put on a song. I need to pretend that like I'm singing in a Aww, concert yeah. and just sing and then cry and then eventually How therapeutic singing. Yeah. <laughs> Same. And, and then dancing. Like, get a I know. Yeah. Oh, definitely not dancing. Oh, I like, love. Like it's full dramatic. Yeah. Like it's a black. It's a black not room. It. It's a stadium, and all <laughs> you're doing is you're singing to the audience. You're singing to that person who hurt you. Aww. And then as soon as I get a headache, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I'll sleep. I love that. That sounds fine. so cathartic. It's so but good. then also because. I learned how to play the ukulele. So now I annoy like my neighbors with the like screeching sound and then making trying to make up songs and I'm not a very good songwriter and just say, singing and saying all this stuff and mm. like at, it, it can be at like three o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the morning. I just do it when like I, I need to. Yeah. And I think music is so therapeutic and yeah. oh, it it's is. such yeah. a powerful tool mm. to use your emotions because I think emotions are who we are like it's like we're all human beings but we all feel things some more than others and I think a lot of the times people want us to like hold everything in and push it down yeah I think for me like my self-care is being able to either rant to be able (laughs) to like sing and cry and just do whatever I need even if it's just screaming into a pillow like I think all those methods like help because it it reminds it reminds me of that vine where they're in the yoga studio and the lady is just saying, "Let out all the demons in your mind," and it's the Grinch and he yeah, just screams. And that just to me, that's what self care is: that, yeah, letting yeah. everything out mm. and just finding your own way to cope. Because mm. I know my way of coping is completely different to yours. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's just. It's whatever suits you yeah. best, I guess. Yeah. So, Steph, what are your, what's your form of self care? I, on that level of like, um, if something feels like I just don't know what to do, yeah. Which, that's for me. If I'm feeling anxious, that can be the hardest thing to kind of process. Or if I'm feeling down, if I just like I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't know what to do, like yeah. right now. Yeah. I feel like I'm like existing right now, and I get all like I get really existential, and I'm like, <laughs> I am a person. What do I do with all these feelings and things I'm thinking? So I, think, I really, I think a lot of people and a lot of people maybe listening now, yeah, often get to that stage, yeah. And it's scary because yeah. they're like, oh, how, what am I, what am I? What am I, I meant to think, do? what am I, I going to so do deep. for the next 50 years of my life? <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I do that as well. But even just in this moment, I just get really overwhelmed with like, oh, uh, like, ugh. Okay, so what, what, what do you do? So I really like drawing because I don't have to think. Like I'm, 
more like close to my heart is like writing. I love journaling and writing mm. and all of that, but it feels like I'm like kind of a bit more complicated. It's like, do I have to talk about my feelings? Do I have to sort this out? Yeah. Do I have to give meaning to things? So when but you're that drawing, far gone, you can't When I'm really, that far yeah. gone, it's like writing can get me more into that hole. Like you were saying, it's like getting into some intense self-reflection. Yeah. Um, and I'm a perfectionist as well. And like, I, I feel like that can be almost can not, stress you not, out more. not helpful. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I really love drawing because I can just draw like anything. It's like not, doesn't have to be like good. And I, and that's a hard thing to really like, to get to the point where you feel like you're okay with making bad art. Oh my God. Which is a whole this other is the thing. the story of my but, life. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's like, I feel like I'm only now like really like comfortable with like, this isn't good and it's okay. Cause it was like good when I was doing it. Like I was enjoying it. It's not about creating it's something about for the a end certain thing. Yeah. That, yeah. that would be really good to talk to Emma about. Cause she, yes. Like yeah. I talked to her about yeah. like going in. Cause people like they use art as a coping mechanism mm. and like half the time going into it, they say, I don't know how to draw. I can't do this. And it's hard. It's It's a block. It's like a physical block. And I know I've talked to like a lot of my friends about like, you know, using drawing as like a self-care thing, but also just as a thing to just, it's like enjoyable. It's like, it feels good. And I talk to them and a lot of people who don't kind of do that natural or who aren't drawn to that naturally um, or who haven't drawn a lot in their lives are really scared about that there is this thing of like oh it's not good or I don't know how to and I don't know I don't know what the how to kind of express that or how to get over that kind of boundary out over that um blockage because this resonates it so much with me yeah. we have to chat more yeah, about do. this like, off do. Air, but... I think a lot of the times is Sometimes you just really have to get out of your head. Like you yes, just have yeah. to completely. It's easier zone said out than done. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. And even like saying it now, like I don't, like I don't want to give anyone listening the impression that I have it figured out because I don't. Yeah. But it's I just like even a little thing. Has I don't think anyone does either. Out. Exactly. I think we we that's all the thing. pretend that we've got our stuff together when in yeah. actual fact we don't. No. And and that's okay to admit. Of course, and it's okay to it is, say. Yeah. It, because if we, because. That's like the part of being human. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. We don't know yeah. what's gonna happen in the next exactly. ten years. And I think yeah. a lot of time when you're struggling, mm. like trying to see the bigger picture and things mm. is so hard. And yeah. that's why it's important to do like all like self care methods mm. and how you cope mm. is not necessarily going to work for me. Mm. And it's the same with yeah. you. Like it's mm. it's it's not one size fits all. But it's, Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say, done. I was, I was just going to say to kind of wrap it up. I feel like there, it isn't one size fits all, but what do we think, you know, after chatting about this, yeah. what do we think are some things that most people can kind of think about when they think about self-care? I think for me, I think one thing is to be kind to yourself and not just be kind when you're approaching it, when you're not having a good time, um, going in with that mindset, whatever self-care means to you, um, I think is important. Do you guys have any final thoughts on that? I would say, again, treat yourself like someone you're responsible for helping. Mm. Try to see, even though it's so hard, I know this, try to see yourself objectively and think, like, if I was looking from the outside, what would I prescribe me? Would I say, Kirsty, like, you know you should do this, go out for a run, off you go. Mm. Or would you say, no, come on, like... You're really not feeling good. Mm. Have a shower, mm. put a nice face cream on, mm. get into bed, listen mm. to a podcast and go to sleep. Mm. Like it's 
just identifying what you need at that given time not not being too slack with yourself mm. but then not being too strict either mm. yeah. just like really identifying what you need yeah how I see it is I picture like a little me when I was younger oh, and I'm yeah. like what, what would I say to her she's oh, in tears she's yeah. crying she's yeah. angry she's upset like what would I say to her because I wouldn't necessarily say to her oh I hate you you, sh- you should like just go to sleep like your problems are nothing mm. like I'd comfort them and I think a lot of the times is we hate on ourselves totally. when things are really tough and like if we treat ourselves like the five-year-old that we were when we were younger, then I think everything will be so much better. Totally. Mm. Right, on that note, I hope this has been somewhat informative or entertaining or interesting to those (laughs) listening. Um, You can find more of our shows at our website, brainwaves.org.au, or on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au, or on iTunes. Next week, we'll be chatting to lawyers Rob Starry and Mark Hillman, about a medical versus criminal model of dealing with crime related to substance abuse. So that should be an interesting show. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday at 5pm for another episode of Brainwaves on 3CR. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.